Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fat Man Little Trail, the podcast, the podcast where everyone is invited on the trail. And I am your tour guide for today. My name is Greg. I am the fat man. So uh, I just want to tell everybody, thank you so much for the support and all the all the people who've been listening to the podcast. Remember, if you do enjoy it and enjoy this content, make sure you share it and like it on all the different uh, platforms that we're on out there, uh, especially follow me on Instagram and Facebook as well. And if you want to um, help with the podcast a little bit, I have a donation site on my link in my bio where you can donate. Um, even 99 cents a month would help a lot. Maybe get me a teleprompter so I don't say um so many times. That would be fun. Um, I'm really excited about today's guest, though. Uh, Amanda Powell is joining me today. She uh, runs an Instagram and soon-to-be website called National Parks Capable, uh, and she's just one of the most inspiring people that you're you're going to meet. So, Amanda, thank you so much for joining me. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Greg. Oh, absolutely. So, first of all, just give me a little bit of background about yourself. Tell me about yourself. Oh, uh, and I'm gonna now. I'm scared to say um a lot. No, <laughs> so you can say um all you want. It's fine. <laughs> um. There I go again. So I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I was born and raised here in Utah. So I've been around a lot of mountains. I love the outdoors. I recently started this Instagram just to raise more awareness for more accessible trails and just trails of all different abilities. Um, As I just started um, the last like five years, I started loving visiting the national parks. So um yeah so that's just a little about about me I'm a mom and a dog mom as well so yeah and and you have a goal now of visiting all of the national parks don't you yes I do so 63 I've done about 10 of them so far nice but for you it's a little you talked about accessible trails it's a little bit different tell me why um as we all know, hiking can be difficult. And since I have a, I have a disability, cerebral palsy, so it makes it a little more difficult to get around sometimes. And it, I have good and bad days. So um, just trying to find different trails that are um, doable for me. Um, and like I said, I have good and bad days. Like some days I could probably do a more moderate trail like if you look on like all trails I like to use that app all trails to just kind of check it out to see you know how hard and the elevation gain and such um but like there's just some of them that I can't do certain days some of them I might be able to do certain days and that just has to do with my disability so and and with your disability for those of us that don't know um could you explain a little bit about cerebral palsy yeah so Um, it's very, very wide spectrum. So it's very different for a lot of people just to throw that out there talking about it. Um, so with cerebral palsy, it's, um, ultimately it's brain damage and, um, it happened, it can either happen at birth or, um, after birth or before, um, you never really know. Um, sometimes some people do know, but for me, they believe it was during birth. Um, and so my, with my cerebral palsy, it's, there's the three hemispheres of your brain. Um, and mine is, a, is in a little bit of, um, 
the four hemispheres, sorry, meant to say four. Sure. It's a little, little bit of all four of them. So mine is most, mine is called spastic dysplegia. There's several different kinds. And mine, um, my left side is weaker than my right side, but it mostly just affects my legs. Um, and like I said, it's very different for everybody. Um, I mostly don't need assistance. Um, when I say assistance, I mean like a walker or crutches. Um, I do use, sometimes I do use a wheelchair if I'm going like long distances just so that I can, you know, like for instance, when I go to Disneyland or something, sure. you know, like still I would enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to enjoy stuff or even sometimes at the national parks, if there's like a paved trail um, a little more accessible that way for wheelchairs, then I will sometimes use that so I can save my strength for a more difficult hike. It, so, and you yeah. said that it affects your legs. There's, there's a post that you did on Instagram the other day that I wanted to talk a little bit about. Um, you did, you showed some x-rays of your legs and you said you've had 21 surgeries on your legs already, and yet you still go out and hike. How has that affected the way that you hike? Um, well, I mean, like when I was younger, I, I had a lot of those surgery when, surgeries when I was younger, like I'd have one almost every year. It's either, it was either like probably during the summer or during Christmas, you know, just to, for my school and stuff, you know, um, sure. but like, I don't know, it, I, I guess it just changed every year. You know, I used to not hike honestly, like, because I kind of was afraid of judgment. Um, just, I wasn't not until I would say like the last like couple years was I more confident with um, like my body and just like being like what is normal, you know? And so and not caring like people, you know, staring or, you know? Um, so yeah, hopefully that do, answers your question a little. Yeah. Do you, do you think that hiking has, improve that confidence that you talk about, you know, where you said you're not worried about what people, people look at you. Like, um, do you think that, that by hiking more often, that's, that's helped build your confidence by being outdoors like that? Um, yeah, I think sometimes it goes in waves maybe Sure. <laughs> like sometimes, like I said, I have good and bad days. So with cerebral palsy, it's like a lot of spastic, like it says spastic. So like I'll have spasms, Mm -hmm. um and so sometimes it's just like it's out of my control like you know like sometimes like yeah I just I've overdone it and then sometimes I'm like um it just I just have spasms you know mm -hmm. um and so I mean I would say that I don't know I like if I get to like the end of a trail especially like if it's a loop sometimes and the there's not like an end destination I mean mm -hmm. even a loop can have an end destination but um, like for instance, I did the delicate arch trail and I love that trail. Yeah. And arches. And that was really, really hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, so that's probably like the hardest one that I've done. That's um, the one, that's the one that's just like straight up that slick rock, isn't it? Am I thinking yeah, of the right so, trail? Yeah. That's a hard trail. Yeah. yeah. It was really hard. Honestly, I did it at sunrise and wow. yeah, I wanted to do it at sunrise because I don't know. I just, I love sunrise hikes, especially the in the national parks. And so I was like, we had to go super early because it takes me longer, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, we were, I was just at, towards the end. I call it like my blood, what do they call it? 
blood 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 sweat and tears yeah blood sweat and tears hike because towards there to the end the sun was getting there you know Uh and my husband was with me um and I was just uh, sometimes when I get really tired you know I get emotional and so I would I just started like my legs were hurting everything was hurting and I just wanted to make it there and I was gonna make it there and I was really really close but I'd never done it before too so I was just like how close am I um and but I wanted to make my husband's like we're gonna make it and I was like but I want to make it at sunrise so like that was that that built a lot of confidence for me well, and that trail is so bad because once you make it up that really steep slick rock, it's probably like a three quarters to a mile of just going straight up the side of this rock. And then you yeah. get to, and then it flattens out and you're like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Wait, what? There's still like another mile and a half to go. And then yeah. you have to go up that at the, at the end, there's like that ramp. That's like really narrow to get up to the actual arch. I remember. And I was just like, oh man, like I, my legs were tired at that point, you know, and, and, and just trying to walk up that. I was like, oh, I'm so over this hike. You know, it's yes. one of those. So I, yeah, I can only sure. imagine, you know? Um, so you, but you've ended up doing, so you've been to, you said 10 state par- or national parks right now. And yeah. have you found that there are accessible trails at all of those parks that you've been to so far? I actually wrote a list of them down just so I can remember. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, so I would say like some of them obviously have been like longer trips, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been able to like explore them more. Um, and Utah, luckily we have like the mighty five national parks. So pretty lucky to have, uh, such great ones here. So I would like to explore some of those a little more, um, like Zion's I went to Zion's and that was kind of like, we just kind of I don't know if you're familiar with Utah at all, but, um, so St. George is like 45 minutes away from it. Mm -hmm. And that's where we were staying. Um, cause it was one of my husband's friends reunions. And so we only got to go to science for one day. And so we didn't do a whole lot. And I also was, uh, postpartum. Uh, (laughs) So hiking wasn't really a big thing for me then. So I definitely want to go back to that one. Um, but that one does have, I don't, it doesn't have that many accessible things, but I would say the most accessible one that I've been to is Yellowstone. Okay. National Park. So, I mean, like I said, every park has, um, trails of all abilities, you know? And so, mm-hmm. um, but Yellowstone has a lot of boardwalks for people, um, like, have you been there before? Have you been to I've been to Yellowstone when I was really young, not when I was hiking, but we just went to go see the um, geysers and, and things like that. But we didn't actually do any hiking there. Yeah. So, yeah, the, I mean, like the famous, you know, Old Faithful mm-hmm. and Grand Prismatic, like those ones have boardwalks. And then a lot of the geysers have boardwalks. So I did one one hard hike while I was there, but. So I would say out of all of the, the uh, out of all of the parks that I've been to so far, Yellowstone mm-hmm. has been the most accessible one. Um, but the good thing about the national parks as well is that they have a lot of pull-offs, you know, yeah. just like overlooks. So, which is really awesome, you know. So if you're not able to hike, that's definitely an option, you know, to see. 
So yeah, I remember when I went to Canyonlands, um, I did a Utah trip myself where I went to Canyonlands, Bryce, Capitol Reef, and Arches. And I did the entire Canyonlands basically as just stopping in the pull-off. So it's really nice to be able to see that and to be able to enjoy a national park while you're staying in your car or only having to walk 20, 30 feet or something like that. And I think it's just a lot more people can enjoy it uh, from, from that point. So the next question I had for you was, was kind of just to get to know what you go through on a daily basis. Cause you know, I hike and, and I was, you know, I'm overweight. I don't want to hike. And then I'm embarrassed and stuff, but you know, I didn't have any physical ailments other than my laziness that I had to overcome, you know, and, and you actually get out there and do things and you have, you know, physical limitations. So on a, on a perfect day, on, on a good day, cause you said you had good days and bad days on a good day. What is the biggest challenge for you? Is it, you know, like elevation or is it rocky terrain or, or what different things do you, do you have a challenge with when you're hiking? Um, I would say, I mean, rockiness is definitely, I would say my, probably a mix between it being rocky and, um, I mean, going up is always difficult, but going down, Mm -hmm. um, is really hard on my knees. So, um, I would say that's probably the hardest part of, for me with the hike is the down part. Absolutely. (laughs) Which is all, which is often too, like the way back, depending on, you know, Mm -hmm. um, so I'm already tired too, you know, so it's kind of, yeah. And it's also too, I feel like I've had to learn that it's okay to like, not do the whole thing. Like I can, it's okay to turn around. Like, you know, I saw, you know, I mean, sometimes there's like a big, especially at the national parks, you know, there's like a big waterfall at the end or beautiful lake or something, you know? And so, um, I, sometimes I push myself more and more sometimes too much where I have a hard time walking in the evening, but, um, what I've learned is that the mountains aren't going anywhere or, you know, the waterfall will be there if you have to do it tomorrow, or if you have to come back next year, the waterfall is going to be there. The mountain is still going to be there. Um, and that was something that I had to kind of teach myself is that you don't have to finish. If you can't finish, don't finish. Cause I think so many people, especially recently have started to just try to, you know, explore outside more, you know, with the pandemic or whatever, and people wanted to be outside more and they're like, well, I'm going to go do that 14 or, you know, in Colorado, or I'm going to go climb that mountain and they get way over their head. And that's why there's the increase in, in, um, you know, rescue and things like that, that, that need to be done because people don't know their limits. And it's so important to know your limits when you're going out hiking and being able yeah. to, to telling yourself to stop is actually probably more important than telling yourself to keep going. In a lot of these cases I've found. Oh yes, for sure. We've also had that in Utah. I've um, been talking to, um, it's called um, survival medic university here, but they just like provide classes and stuff. And mm. one of the the main lady that I talked to with that, um, she's talking about the increase in Utah of the people having to be rescued and stuff. So, yeah, and it's, it's often just day hikers too. Yep. And and a day hiker, you go out there and you don't have, you know, I'm not going to overnight. Do I need to bring uh, shelter with me? Do I need to bring extra food or extra clothes? No, I'm just going to be out there for two hours. And then you take a wrong turn or you get yourself in a troubling situation and it becomes a a really bad situation really quick. So yeah, even a lot of people sometimes so like, don't even like 
bring water. <laughs> so oh, like, oh, yeah. it's just a short hike. <laughs> but then the, sometimes there's people that have never hiked before. And so even a short hike is, you know, and in Utah too, I mean, we had like record breaking highs here and stuff during the summer. So like it's quite toasty, not obviously like other surrounding states like Arizona or Nevada, but it got I, really, really hot this July. I will say I went to Utah and it was in like April, I think. So it shouldn't have been that hot, but there's no. something different about Utah heat where the sunlight comes down and hits the rocks. And it just like, you're in an oven the entire time. And I mean, Denver gets hot. Colorado gets hot. I was in Arizona too, but Utah was just a different kind of hot that I just wasn't <laughs> ready for. Yeah, so. for sure. So what made you come up with this idea of going to all of the national parks? Um, like I said, I've always liked the outdoors. Like my family's been really into camping mm -hmm. and like, we used to have a cabin. So we love the outdoors. But um, like I think it was about five years ago, I found out. Um, so there's different national parks passes they have. And, um, you know, they have the annual pass. They have pass for veterans they have pass for senior citizens. And then they have a, if you have a permit disability, um, you can get a all access pass. So it's a lifetime pass. Oh, and nice. so it's actually free. And so you can get into all the parks for free. And then there's also some other discounts. Like you can get, um, it depends on the park, but you can get off, like half off, like uh, the campgrounds or you know stuff like that um so I found out about that and I was just like what no way like and then in Utah we have five of them you know yeah and I'd only been to I think I'd only been to like maybe one of them actually and so I was like I need to explore these more you know so I just started yeah, I was like, I'm going to go to all the national parks and I'm going to, and then I just slowly was just like, you know what, I want to hike more. So then this summer, I just was um, just kind of mental health, you know, so I'm mm -hmm. a stay at home parent. So I was trying to find my, you know, thing, because sometimes you get a little lost being a mom yep. and just taking care of your child. So I was just like, because um, it was really hard for me to work full time and also take care of my you know, crazy toddler. And so I've been trying to find something that's going to help my mental health. And so I started doing one hike a week. And so, yeah, that's kind of where it stemmed from. Nice. But, I have found, I, I started um, hiking to try to lose weight, to try to get into better physical shape, but I also just to get out of the house a little bit. And what I found was that the mental benefits of hiking, I think outweighed the, the physical benefits for me, uh, you know, I've spent so much time out on the trail and I do a lot of solo hiking and a lot of time to think about life and, uh, you know, solve all the mysteries of the universe. But I just think that, that the longer I've been out there, the more I realize how much I need that mental escape to get out into the woods and, and just be away from, I live right downtown Denver. So like I'm in the midst of chaos. So stepping out and getting into that calm has always oh, yeah. been a little bit, bit nicer. Um, so you've said you've done 10 of the national parks. Can you name them all? Yeah. Um, I have a cheat list. No, you can cheat I all did, you want. There's I no rules cheat. in the okay, podcast. Like, Cause sometimes I'm like, Oh, I can't like somebody asked me one time and I was like, I am forgetting. Like I forgot like three of them. Sure, um, sure. so I've been to Yellowstone crater Lake redwoods, Bryce Canyon, Zion's, Capitol Reef, Arches, 
Canyonlands, Grand Canyon, and the Great Basin National Park. That is a very good list. Um, kind of off the subject, I want to talk about Capitol Reef for just a second. Was that not the most surprisingly beautiful uh, park that you've been to? Like everybody, that's the one that everybody skips. And I don't want people yeah. to, to, to always go to it because I'm just saying that because I liked <laughs> it so much. I want to go back and I liked it. There were less crowds. But like in the middle of all this rockiness, there was this giant green orchard, like in the middle. It was just absolutely beautiful. I love that park so much. Yeah, it's a definitely a, one of those hidden gyms. That's actually, I think that was the last one I visited of all the five too. So, cause oh. I was just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't hear much about it, you know? So, but that's the one. And everybody, when I told them I was going on the trip, they're like, well, I didn't go to Zion. Like that's the one I skipped cause I ran out of time to get that far uh, West. Um, but they're like, why are you going to Capitol reef? And I was like, I don't know. It just sounds cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it turned out to be, it turned out to be like my favorite one on the, on the trip. So, um, where, where's next, where are you going next? I'm actually going to Rocky mountain national park next month. It's the off season. So part of it will be closed because the, you know, it's, quite large trail ridge will be closed yeah 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 um i wasn't sure if people knew what that road was um but yeah so i'll be going to that one i'm staying in uh is it estes park yeah estes park yeah sorry (laughs) make sure i pronounce it right yeah i'm pretty excited about that so you'll have to check you'll have to check the Fat Man Little Trail website because I've done uh, several hikes up there, and then I also have some good suggestions for where you could uh, you know have some of your meals while you're up there. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I'll have to check that out. It's just husband... a plug for my own website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my husband's a big foodie, so that's one thing. I'm like, he's planning all like we're planning it, and you know he plans everything around meals. He's like, like while we're eating a meal, he's like what are we so what are we doing for dinner i'm like we're eating lunch <laughs> like you know so it's good to be prepared i like your husband already yeah I, uh, well that's what i do with the website when i started hiking in these mountain towns i was like there's so many good like small little restaurants and family owned oh, yeah. locally owned uh small restaurants that you can go to and support the communities that you love to recreate in so um it, they're all on my website if you guys have a chance to, to go and check that out um mm-hmm. all right so you're going up to rocky mountain in november which is you know, you could get a lot of snow and a lot of, uh, could be a different condition type of hike for you. Um, are you, pre- are, are you doing a special preparation for that? Are you bringing snowshoes or you bringing micro spikes or anything? Yeah. I mean, I actually don't, I, so I actually never had hiked in snow until last week I hiked in snow, which is crazy too, because I mean, Utah, we have a lot of snow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so, and we actually did get some snow a few weeks ago in our mountains, luckily not in the valley yet. I'm not ready for that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I, my friend had micro spikes that I borrowed from her. Um, So I definitely need to get some micro spike. I don't, I'm not sure yet how I'm going to do, like if I'm going to be able to do snowshoeing. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. Snowshoeing is challenging. Definitely. I I would say buy micro spikes and then you can rent snowshoes. Yeah. That's what Um, I was thinking. When you get get here, like snowshoeing on level ground is, is hard enough. Um, like as long as you don't mind falling, it's going to happen. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually what I said on my Instagram. Like I, it's actually kind of nice. Like 
um, hiking in the snow because it's a soft landing most of the time. Exactly. <laughs> Not always, but. And I love hiking in the snow and in the winter. It's like, it puts like this like calming or like quiet blanket over like the everything where it's just nice and peaceful and there's less people. It's really enjoyable. Yeah. That's also why we're doing uh, Rocky Mountain National Park in the off season because uh, a lot less crowds. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I plan to go back someday during the summer when mm -hmm. more things are open, but I just, I just heard that it's really, really pretty there in the winter. So it hopefully is. there's not crazy storm so we can see some of it, but. Well, yeah. maybe, maybe when you go, let me know and maybe I can join you for a hike or two. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, so the, the, the micro spikes in the, um, and the snowshoes bring me to another question I had for you because of your, um, because of the cerebral palsy, do you have like anything that you do you use sticks Do you use anything extra to kind of help you get through your hikes? Yeah. So I used to have these, somebody made me these like poles, like, sorry, I use my hands a lot. When no, I you're, good. you're good. <laughs> uh, but, and I always realize that when I'm on a zoom or something, <laughs> but these hiking poles, uh, well, hiking sticks they're wood somebody made them okay. for me and then I started hiking this summer and I um did one hike a week and I just started getting like blisters pretty bad and I start I tried putting stuff on it and so I ended up um investing in some nice ones so I got some black diamond ones nice. and so far I like them they're really really awesome um and then also hiking boots so I um at the I think I was like halfway through the summer when I was like doing a hike a week I was just wearing my Nikes mm -hmm. hiking and um I was like oh I should get some like kind of trail shoes or something you know and then I, I think it was like literally that the day before I said that and that next day when I was hiking I tweaked my ankle a little and so and when I tweak my ankle or I, something like that like it takes me a little longer to recover you know uh -huh. Um, and so I bought, I went to so many different stores for hiking boots. I got boots. So not just Chelsea, just so I could have good support. And I am in love with my Hoka. Have you heard of Hoka before? I have not heard of Hoka. No. Yeah. I think that's how you say it. <laughs> Sorry. I'll sometimes I'm not pronouncing things, but Hoka, it's a brand of shoes, but they also okay. have hiking boots, but they're like. I tried on so many different ones, but they're so lightweight, like, nice. and I need like lightweight because I don't need that extra weight clunking sure. around, you know? So I'm a big fan of them. <laughs> um, nice. I'm not sponsored or anything. <laughs> by well, them. Maybe, maybe you will be after this. They're awesome. There's so many different brands of hiking shoes out there. I, I've tried, I think I'm on my fifth different brand. Um, and you know, they just, they all fit different. They all react different. So if you find a pair that you enjoy, I think that is so important because yeah. I started, I was just like you, I started out with just, you know, the regular cross trainers on and between yeah. stepping on rocks and, and like dirty trails where you're just slipping and sliding all over the place, like the support and, mm -hmm. and just, it just, oh, hiking boots are so comfortable. <laughs> I just love yeah, them. So for sure. I get excited too, you know, like putting on those you know, belting them all up and everything. Like, exactly. I don't know. It's just like a pre-game kind of thing, you know, gets me hyped up for a hike. So now I'm also a big fan of the hiking socks. I think that's a very important aspect oh, yeah. of it. Do you do the wool socks under the shoes? Yeah. So we got, we got a few different um, socks from 
I went to REI because it's close to my house. Um, but yeah, we got lots of different socks for them. I'm a big sock person too. <laughs> nice. Well, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm actually really inspired by, by what you're doing, but you also want to, you know, help out other people. Right. And that's the idea behind the national parks capable website that is launching on November 1st. Right. Your yeah. goal is what is the goal of the website? Um, so it's actually national park capable, not parks. I'm sorry. National no, you're park fine. Capable. I just wanted to like correct you in that just so that I didn't. Yeah. Send oh, people somewhere else and they're like, who is, where is she? Um, so ultimately I just wanted to find more hikes for all different abilities. Obviously I can't do like the really, really big peaks and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I can't share as many of those, but, um, but like I said, I just recently I've just, I feel like I've met and connected with so many different people and I, um, I've always kind of wanted to start some kind of like a foundation or a nonprofit. So that's like ultimately my goal um, in the future is to like start a nonprofit to help people. Like I'd like to go visit like the different national parks or different outdoorsy places, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) spots and be able to help people um, get the connections to like do, you know, like adaptive skiing or something like that. If they want to ski or they have adaptive mountain biking or just finding um, like on my website, I'm, I'm going to have list of accessible hikes, like family friendly hikes, you know, um, my favorite national parks hikes. Um, and then just like rating certain like gear that has helped me. Like we were talking about like the hiking poles, you know, that helped me or the lightweight shoes that might help somebody else with a disability that can't have those big clunky shoes. So I hope that it reaches, you know, somebody to help them to know that like the outdoors is for everybody. And um, so, yeah. That is great. That really is great. So you're going to have, so when you do a hike and let's say you go to, to Rocky mountain, you'll be like, Bear Lake is perfect and anybody could be able to do it. Or, you know, if you're, if you, you know, it's wheelchair accessible or it's, um, you know, it's, this is going to be hard for you and give your personal opinions on how each of those hikes goes. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, just right now, I, I've only been doing it through my Instagram, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been like rating them based on like, you know, I put like, if it's paved or partially paved or, you know, or like, a lot of people that so far follow me too are also parents and some people are kind of nervous to get out to go on a trail or something. So if it's like stroller friendly or like, sure. you know, kid friendly. So oh, that's sharing, great. and then also like sharing different tips, you know, and stuff like that. So. Well, that is great. Thanks. <laughs> I know. I, no, I mean, I really love the idea because I think there's, there's so much out there and I, you know, I'm, my website's a little similar. It's just to try to get everybody out there, but yours is, yours is, uh, you know, I don't think about it from that point of view of, uh, you know, mine is more for, you know, an able-bodied person, whether they can do the hike or not. Um, you know, so I, 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 the reason I came up with it was because so many of the hiking blogs and so many of the hiking pages out there are like, you know, the 25 year old athletes that are like, Oh, I ran up there in 15 minutes and it was easy, you know? And then the rest of us, normal people, we are trying to go on there and we're like, Oh no, I can't do that. You know, I'm 40 and I got, I'm 40. I got a bad knee, you know, type of people. 
So, you know, yes. to have that where more and more people can enjoy the outdoors is always something that I'm 100% for. And I think it's a great idea with your website and your Instagram. That's also like why I wanted. Um, so I started this um, All Abilities Thursday. So what I do is like, um, I've done probably like three or four of them so far. Um, but like every Thursday I put, have just like a conversation or talk to somebody with different abilities or different story and such. And then I share them on my profile. So it's, it's good to get like different perspectives. Cause like I said, like cerebral palsy is just like, at least like the one I have, you know, like I can, I don't have to use a wheelchair all the time, you know, and like, and also like not just disabilities, but like, like you said, getting out, you know, <laughs> getting out, you can't go run up the hill, you know, and you, right you don't have a disability. So that's why, that's why I like to say all abilities. Yeah. I hope that people would understand what all abilities is about. It's not just like, just about disabilities. You know, it's about everybody has their thing and some people just go hike, you know, for their mental health. And that's like, that's what I, that's a part of why I started it as well. So. And the one thing that I've found so far that has been great is that everyone I've met on a trail or everybody I've met through this website, it has been amazing and so supportive. And, you know, like people are always willing to help and they're, you know, random strangers, like you're doing great. You, you know, when I'm huffing and puffing, trying to get up a hill or, you know, encouraging and things like that. And, and I was worried to get out because of that. But once I got out, I realized it was completely the opposite and people were very encouraging and very supportive. Have you found, have you found the similar thing? Yeah. I, I feel like everyone's just happier when they're outside, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I just feel like there's most of the time we actually went on a, there's a hike here in Utah. It's called donut falls. It's a pretty popular one. Um, but like we were going up and we tried to go early, you know, as we mm. could early as we could. Um, but like we were going up and everyone's just like, Hey, Hey, you know, you know, and then like, as we were going down, we actually noticed like the change of like, cause it was getting really hot, you know, mm -hmm. so everybody as we were going up was super friendly and passing us or, and then when, as we were going down, people were just like, Hey, like you could just tell because it was so hot, you know? Yeah. And so like, usually everybody's pretty, you know, happy just being outdoors period. But just the heat, you know? Well, and, and then I, I get, you know, the people that get hangry, I get hangry a little bit where you don't bring enough snacks and you do like a 10 mile hike. And by the time you're, you're finishing up, you're, you're ready for that, that meal. Yeah. <laughs> and then people are like, how was it? <laughs> I just want a granola bar. You know, yeah. It's just like when you're just, I, I get like that too. I'm like, Oh, the car is so close, you know? And mm. then I like turn on the AC. Like, I'm like, Oh, it feels so good. Is there anything where we, worse? Where are we going to go get some food? Is there anything worse than seeing the car in the parking lot, but you're still like a half mile away and you're just yeah. like, I'm so close. So close. So close is so far. So before we get into some of my, my fun interview questions, I, I just wanted to give you a chance. If there's one thing that you could tell, you know, the listeners that are out there, somebody maybe who's, you know, undecided on whether they want to go out and hike like one last message, what would that be? Um, hope I'm not repeating myself a lot too. Oh, you <laughs> like I, I do that a lot. Um, I don't know. I just, I think that if it's something, first of all, if it's something you like, you know, cause I'm like, when I say the outdoors is for everyone, 
Mm-hmm. Actually, I noticed a lot of my friends are not outdoorsy people. <laughs> so, like, but if that's something that you want to do, like, do it. Like, don't be afraid of the judgment. Like, honestly, life is so short. Like, I'm, I mean, like, I, my birthday is coming up in a few weeks. Happy and birthday. it's just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't trying to have somebody say happy <laughs> birthday to me, but just like noticing like every year goes by. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I have a, you know, like sometimes I look at my daughter and I'm like, like, you're my child. It's just, it's so weird sometimes to think like I have a child, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Life is so short. Like, don't be afraid of people's judgment, you know, just go and do it. And sometimes people don't have hiking buddies to go with, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I mean, there's a lot of things online, you know, like groups and stuff. Obviously be careful out there, you know, because mm-hmm. there are people out there creepers but yeah. um yeah just get out there here's my my million idea and i know you're just starting the the website but it is is that an idea that you have of trying to get groups together of of people who are like-minded that would go out and hike together yeah yeah actually recently a few weeks ago i did like a group um hike so actually if people are on instagram I have it. You can go on to my link and go on. To, I have a Google form that you can fill out and then um, send. I can, I'm once a month, I'm going to start doing an accessible hike for nice. people. And then I'm hoping I'm actually also going to be putting on Instagram about uh, Rocky Mountain National Park when I'm going there. Um, I don't like to share too many details about sure. when I'm going, you know, places, but like kind of the general, you know, area of going somewhere. Um, Mm -hmm. I would like to do a group hike. I think it would be cool if people are in, live in Colorado and, you know, are around that area. I would like to go, I would like to do one every national park, be able to hopefully meet so I can meet people from all, you know, everywhere to get more people out. If it's accessible height, like more, if it, you know, just depending. Also, like I said, it depends on my time of life. If right. I need like a page one or if I'm going to have like a bigger hike, do it for people. Absolutely. Well, such a great story. Thank you so much. Thank you're you. not off. You're not off the hook yet though, Amanda. Oh, I, okay. oh, first of all, I do want to mention too, your Instagram is nar- national park capable, correct? Yes. I said it right this time. Perfect. Yeah. All right. <laughs> now it's time. Are you ready? This is what I'm I call ready. the, I call this the buffet. This is our rapid fire questions. There's five of them. They're very challenging. Very difficult. Are you ready? Here we go. Number one, are you a camper, a glamper, or a hotel person? I'm a camper. Very good. Number two, are you more of a road trip person or would you like to fly to your destination? Um, Probably a road trip person. Mostly too, because I don't have the money to fly as <laughs> if I did have the money to fly more of these places, then I probably would be more I could of a private flyer. jet to all of them. I'd do it, right? Yes, <laughs> for sure. What number three, what is your go to snack on the trail? Question. You're going to just have like granola bars and water. Honestly, sometimes I forget to like have a snack. I'm like, like sometimes I'm like, if I sit too long, then I like my legs start to stiffen up and stuff. So I mm-hmm. feel like I'm pretty good at drinking water, but snacks, I mean, if I have like 
Mostly granola, probably. Cliff Bar white macadamia nuts. They are the best I've found. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Also, Cliff Bar, if you'd like to sponsor me, you are more than welcome. Uh, <laughs> what is the first thing that you like to eat or drink when you're done with your hike? Um, definitely water within like the first like half an hour, hour. But then like I really love Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Pepsi person. So I usually try to make sure that I've had enough water. But yeah. I'm a burger guy. I love to go get a bur- big burger right after. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And we actually last... were talking about, oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, on our on our hike that we went to Donut Falls with our friends, we were, for some reason, I haven't had my husband, when he listens to this, he's going to laugh, but um, I haven't had KFC for like a really long time. And we were talking about KFC for some reason on the trail fried chicken and i i just really wanted fried chicken we finally got it so um, nice but that's not normally like my thing fried chicken a donut falls though i think you'd have to have donuts after that hike just makes i know sense. That's, that's true that makes sense <laughs> and the last of the rapid fire which weren't that rapid today are you a forest person a mountain person or a beach person if you could go anywhere right now where would it be uh, probably a mountain person there you yeah, go. especially in Utah or big mountains. And we used to have a cabin in the mountains. Nice. So, yeah, fortunately, a forest fire, but oh. burn it down. Sad story. That Sorry is. to be a downer with that. Can't end on a down note. So let's end on a more positive <laughs> note. Each Sorry. week I, or each uh, episode, I come up with a hike of the week. And I usually talk about one of my favorite hikes that's out there. As you are my guest today, Amanda, I will give that honor to you. What is one of your favorite hikes you've ever been on? Um, I would say probably Delicate Arch Trail. Oh, nice. That in Arches. That was my favorite one. Mostly because of the big reward at the end. (laughs) Yeah. And do you feel, did you feel like because you worked so hard to get it, it was that much better? Oh yeah. And I, I also got like this patch for my backpack that says I heart hike delicate arch trail. Cause oh, I was cool. so proud of it. Yeah. I was just like, I can't believe I did it, you know? So. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. And thank you Thanks. again for joining me. Thanks Greg. National park capable.com is going to be available on November 1st. Uh, and until then, follow uh, Amanda's journey along at national park capable on Instagram. Any, any other social medias you want people to know about? I recently started doing TikTok. Just, oh, I-, I got kicked out of my Instagram um, for, I, co- I guess I was just a suspicious activity. And so uh, I was like, I was scared I was going to lose it. And so I was like, I need to have some kind of other handle just in case, but I, I- I'm not as good about videos. I like pictures more than videos. So uh, I try. I tried TikTok and uh, I realized how old I was when I got on that site. Can't oh, yeah. But I'm there. Me too, actually. <laughs> so. well, well, thank you again so much for joining me, guys. Check out um, Amanda's stuff at nationalparkcapable.com. Um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And I hope when you come out here to Colorado, you have a great time and maybe we can get a hike together. Yeah, sounds great. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of Fat Man Little Trail, the podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. And I hope to see you on a trail real soon. And until then, happy hiking.